What's going on, everybody? I'm sitting here scrolling on my iPhone looking for Pac-12 football. Oh, not yet. Oh, wait a minute. The deal's not done? I'm sorry. What's going on, everybody? This is Coos. Welcome in to another live stream, what I like to call college football happy hour here with Coos's Corner. Tonight, we are talking about, once again, college football conference realignment potential, uh, Pac-12, an update on the Pac-12 media deal, and an update on some news that came out today. Uh, an AD, or I, I'm actually a chancellor or president from a Pac-12 school, spoke to the media, which, you know, of course, they're coming out with some positive news from them, which makes me think that maybe, just maybe, the Big 12 will not get any Pac-12 schools. So that's where I want to start the show. I want to start the show talking about this article that came out today from John Wilner. John Wilner put out an article today on in the Mercury News as part of the Wilner Hotline. I'm reading it on Arizona's 360, Arizona Sports 360, or yeah, sports360arizona.com, I think is actually what it's called. But anyway, I'm going to share that with you here. Hope everybody's having a good night tonight, first of all. And I thank you for hopping on. Uh, what's up, Bo Stacker? Thanks for hopping on, my brother. Everybody, as you come in, please hit the like button. Even if you're catching this on the replay and you're not live, still please hit that like button for me. It really helps that YouTube algorithm. helps get my video and my channel promoted to more people out in the world. So... Without further ado, let's dive right in. Pull up this uh, article here, share it with you guys <clears throat> as I talk about it, about this Pac-12 media deal here. Make this, uh, make this a little bigger for you. Yeah, here we go. But, like I said, this is John Wilner. Now, he spoke with Kirk Schultz from Washington State University. Here, here it is. Pac-12 media writes, nobody's spiraling off into places of despair as process nears resolution, WSU president says. The Pac-12's pursuit of a media rights contract, which began more than eight months ago in the middle of a roiling summer, is close to being resolved, according to a university president who sits on the Pac-12 Board of Directors Executive Committee. And Washington State's Kirk Schultz has a time frame in mind. My sense is we need to get it done in March. Now, this is a quote now. This is a quote from Kirk Schultz, Washington State's um, athletic director, or I'm sorry, uh, president, university president. He's a director on the Pac-12 board. He says, my sense, and I quote, my sense is we need to get it done in March, in mid-March, hopefully. Schultz told the hotline on Monday, the longer it goes, the more noise there will be. There's already plenty of noise, with frequent reports speculating about a disappointing media contract and frustrated schools seeking salvation in the Big 12. The public narrative became so bleak last week that the presidents issued a joint statement of unity. Schultz knew it carried a damned if you do, damned if you don't component. I thought people would, and this is another quote from Schultz, I thought people would see it as the same thing a head coach does when he says publicly that he loves his staff, then he fires them all. But we were getting battered constantly with all the rhetoric out of the Big 12 region with talk that schools were leaving. At the least, we had to let people know the, pack, the 10 Pac-12 schools were committed to staying together. But the speed with which the presidents were willing to put that out I was stunned by my colleagues. Somebody said we should do something, and within an hour, everyone was saying yes. Normally, everyone wants to be a wordsmith. Schultz's grasp of the college sports landscape ranks with that of any president in the Power Five. He was Kansas State's boss when the Big 12 lost Nebraska, Missouri, and Colorado. He's a member of the College Football Playoff Board of Managers and played a key role in expanding the event. And he's on the Pac-12's executive committee along with Stanford's Mark Tessier-Levine and Washington's Anna Marie Casse. I hope I pronounced her name right, which sets the agenda for the board and works closely with Klyovkov. Based on private conversations with presidents across the conference, Schultz senses some trepidation about the specifics of the media rights deal, but doesn't expect anyone to flee. That's key there, especially for the Big 12. Yes, there's some trepidation, but he doesn't expect anyone to flee. A lot now. So I know some of you might be thinking, you're saying, yeah, but Kuz, he's, he's a Pac-12 guy. He's going to spend this with a Pac-12 uh He's going to put a Pac-12 spin on this. I get that. And maybe he is. I don't know. But let's keep going. And then, we'll, then I'll get to your comments in a minute. So a lot of presidents are talking back and forth, he said. It's not just the 10 of us getting together for a meeting. There are individual calls. We're asking how people are feeling. What are certain schools looking for? There are a lot of conversations going on and with the commissioner as well. Some schools have a little trepidation about what the deal will look like, but I don't feel at all like anyone is spiraling off into places of despair. 
Schultz didn't discuss specific schools or details of the Pac-12 negotiations, but he emphasized that university presidents take a different view of realignment finances than fans. Now listen to this, folks. This is key. And this is why I've been saying I think it's a very small chance that the Pac-12 dissolves. It says, unless the increase in revenue is overwhelming, as will be the case for USC and UCLA upon entering the Big Ten, there are other considerations for conference affiliation. Those include the location of the alumni base, the region from which schools draw applicants for admissions, rivalries, and opportunities for competitive success. Think about that. Opportunities for competitive success. And that's there's more about that further on in the article. People generally look at this like it's a chessboard and think, of course, Oregon and Washington will go somewhere else. But presidents actually look at what's good for the student athletes and what rivalries will look like, he said. Fans think about the money, but are you really improving your situation? A lot of schools have thought the grass was greener and they went after more money, but they haven't enjoyed the change. Could that be a little shot at UCLA and USC for leaving? Maybe. Winning matters. The idea that the most money makes the most sense, I don't know about that. The CFP's decision to expand, he said, was based partly on the belief that automatic bids for Power 5 champions would add a calming element to the realignment tumult. It's easier for a school to go through a 12-team conference and get to the playoff than it is to go through a 16, 18, or 20-team conference, he said. Schultz, who has a doctorate in chemical engineering, was educated in ACC country at Virginia Tech. I didn't, I didn't know that. He's a, that means he's a rival of mine. He's a Hokie. And worked in the SEC for almost a decade before taking charge at Kansas State. When discussing college sports, he sounds more like an athletic he sounds more like an athletic director than university president. And here's how the article ends. I followed the Kansas State message boards, he said, and there were guys reporting every month that it was imminent that the corner schools, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, were going to the Big 12. It was imminent in October, then in November, and in January. But at the end of the day, we have to get a deal done. That's the only thing that will quiet everybody down. And he's, and he's right. That will quiet everybody down. That's what it's going to take. Uh, and so I want to hear your all's thoughts. Do you think this article here, these comments by the Washington State President, Kirk Schultz, do you think that is a sign that the Pac-12 is getting closer to a TV deal and that – at the end of the day, they're going to stay together and that none of the teams are going to bolt for the Big 12? Or do you think this is just Pac-12 spin, he's trying to stay positive, or spin because it's Washington State and they have no choice but for the Pac-12 to stay alive? Because the Pac- if, if, if the Pac-12 dies, Washington State's going to be one of the teams that probably has nowhere to go. So Schultz may be putting a spin on this to try to stay positive, Try to keep his fan base positive. I don't, you know, whatever. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, Michael Callahan says, because it's Washington State. Yeah, that's very possible. Uh, then that's what I heard. I've seen some other comments about as such on Twitter. Curtis says he thinks the Pac-12 is in trouble if it's only Apple TV. Washington, Oregon won't accept only streaming. And I'm going to get to the Apple TV thing in just a minute. Um, I wanted to grab some comments here real quick. Uh Mark Patrick Bourne says it, it it is cool if Big 12 doesn't grow in a much stronger position than streaming pack. John Kelly says, hi. There's no deal unless Oregon and Washington change their opinion on streaming. I think it is pack spin. Yeah, and, and it could be pack spin. You know, everything that so far that's came out of pack 12 country, even stuff from John Canzano and some stuff from Wilner, has had a spin on it. Uh, but, you know, I have to step back and look at it from, from uh, an objective point of view. Most of the things that have come out from Big 12 country has had a Big 12 spin, but here's the thing. Even most of the stuff from national media has been uh, indicating that the Pac-12 could be in trouble. And national media is not biased in either way. At least I don't think they are. I mean, you've got The Athletic, you've got ESPN, you've got Sports Illustrated, Action Network, all these entities that are putting articles out talking about how the Pac-12 struggling to get a deal done and how – ADs are getting antsy and all this other stuff. I don't think they're spin on that. We're talking about national reputable media sources here, folks. We're not talking about, you know, people inside a athletic departments in the conference or any, or fans or anything like that. We're talking about national credentialed, respected media sources. Uh, Cody Cutright. 
Cody's a channel member, folks. Cody, thanks for your support, my man. He says, I think they want everyone to shut everyone. Very possible. By the way, guys, I want to take this opportunity. I haven't done this enough. I'm going to take, take this opportunity to give a shout-out to my channel members. I've got FSU45, Tom Reinhardt, Jeremy Croy, Brad Chaney, S.A. Tackett, P.W. Riggs, Cody Cutright, College Football with Jonathan Lewis, H.B.A.R. Farkle, or H.Bar Farkle, Chris D., Timbo, Big Dan T., Blue Hawk 71, Luke Bart, Outlaw of College Football, and David Cummings. I want to thank each one of you for your support and for being members of my channel. And, by the way, guys, I put the StreamYard link for uh, any member on here. I put the StreamYard link. Cody, if you're listening, man, uh, put the StreamYard link to this video right here in the members, the membership, or the uh, I'm sorry, the community tab for members only. So, if you want to join me here on this live stream, go to the community tab there, Cody, and you'll be able to find it, and you can hop on here with me, brother, if you if you choose, if you want to. Um, that's one of the perks of membership on the channel. Christian says they are standing side by side. We'll leave them for a better conference. Patrick Bourne says Dennis Dodd will. Dennis Dodd still sees the pack sticking together, but said they should keep their options open. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's at the end of the day what's going to happen. Myself, uh, Christian says there is no way in God's green earth that is Stanford and Cal get a call from Big Ten that they are going to stay in the Pac-10. I just don't see it. I don't care how many Pac-12 presidents say it. And I think everybody's, you know, anybody, anybody the Big Ten or SEC calls is probably going to go. I mean, I think everybody knows that. Browns and Beer says, overall, I hate that college sports has become this personally. Wish regional conferences were a thing again, and maybe at some point we'll get back to it. I understand why not, but still. Uh, yeah, I get it, man. I miss the regional regionality of it, too. You know, I, look, I love the Big 12. I'm loyal to the Big 12, but I do miss playing my rivals every year, man. There's no, I've made no secret about that. And I, I would like to be able to travel to away games. Patrick Bourne says, too many rumors coming out from him. Mahoover MHVER three and they are different. So right now it feels as if the pack has one foot in the grave. Yeah, the MHVER three. If you guys don't, I recommend you follow him on Twitter. I don't know how much he actually knows. He's a West Virginia fan, but he claims to have a lot of sources in the industry. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the guy personally or the person personally. Uh, they have been right on on quite a bit of stuff. Uh, they even predicted the USC UCLA move about three months before it actually happened. But, you know, uh, take that. So take that for what it's worth. But he's been putting out a lot of stuff on Twitter, so I recommend you follow him. It's, it's M-H-V-E-R-3 is the Twitter handle. Uh, it's a picture of Major Harris. And it's like I said, you can tell if they're a West Virginia fan by their by their uh, profile picture there. And they li actually live in West Virginia, according to their, according to their Twitter profile. Mike P says any deal has to be approved and the grant of rights signed. More specifically, get Washington Oregon on board. That's correct. And I don't know if Washington Oregon are going to agree to a deal that involves mostly streaming. Real quick, guys, before I forget, please hit the like button on this live stream for me here. Uh, and even if you're watching on the uh even if you're watching after the fact, if you're not on here live but you're watching the the recorded version, please hit the like button on it as well. That really helps the algorithm. Uh, and real quick, let's, let's talk real quick about the article. Uh, two Mosta says Greg Flugar was way ahead. Of, yeah, Greg Flugar did predict it as well. Great point, Two, two Mosta. He uh, he also predicted that move, and it's actually pinned at the top of his tweet Twitter handle as well. Alone Redwood Tree says WSU, meaning Washington State, has a vested interest in the Pac-12 staying alive, and I would put more than a few dollars on it being the case that the Pac-12 is asking or forcing member universities to put out messages of support. I don't know if they could force them to, but, yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm sure they're, they're encouraging it for sure. Browns and Beer says national media has been very negative towards the Pac recently. With all due respect to Tony Altamore, him calling everyone who questions Cliff Cough 12 and on is disingenuous. Yeah, Tony's definitely not making any friends in the uh, Big 12 world, that's for sure. Uh, Tony's been nice to me, been kind to me. He's been on my show a couple times, so I like Tony. Uh, but I don't always agree with uh, everything he puts out there. You know, we're both adults. We can respectfully disagree with one another. 
Bo Stagger says, after we got locked out of the alliance last year, I don't care what happens to the pack. They can all sink for all I care. And I think that's the way a lot of people feel, Bo. Uh, they don't understand our animosity uh, because they've not been in our, our shoes, man. That's why. All right, let's get to that article about Apple. For those of you who may not have heard it yet, I will share that with you here as well. I've got it ready to go. It says, Apple emerges as potential landing spot for Pac-12 football. That's why I started the video looking at my phone saying I was looking for Pac-12 football. It says, Apple TV Plus is emerging as a potential landing spot for Pac-12 college football rights. The Post has learned. This is the New York Post, by the way. Andrew Marchand, who's very well respected. With ESPN, Amazon Prime Video, and Fox Sports lukewarm on the league, Apple could end up being the platform for the Pac-12, according to sources. Pac-12 Commissioner George Klevkoff could present Apple as a possibility to his school soon, according to sources. Whether the universities would be interested in a potential all-streaming deal and whether the terms would end up being good enough to prevent schools from departing to other conferences has yet to be determined. A Pac-12 spokesman and an Apple spokesman, or spokeswoman both declined comment. Apple TV Plus began streaming live baseball games on Friday nights last season. The service is about to start a 10-year, $2.5 billion agreement with Major League Soccer in which it will have the global rights to stream all the league's games with an all-inclusive package that will be $99 for subscribers. An all-in deal similar to MLS's agreement would be more in line for the Pac-12 with Apple. So that means you'd have to pay, let's just use that $99 number, and and they may lower it some some for uh, college football. Let's just say they charge $69 for an entire year of of Pac-12 football, something like that. Uh, The Big 12 recently skipped past the Pac-12 by signing extensions with ESPN and Fox. That added to ESPN's portfolio, which will include all of the SEC beginning in 2024. Last year, the Big Ten agreed to massive contracts with Fox, CBS, and NBC. The ACC is locked into a long-term deal with ESPN. And don't forget, some of these Group of Five conferences also have deals with ESPN. That has left the final Power Five conference, the Pac-12, without a TV partner. Its current deal with ESPN and Fox Sports runs through next season. Uh, I don't think I need to read all this to you. Um, Talks about the history, you know, USC and UCLA jumping. Here it goes down. It says, if Apple were to make an agreement with the Pac-12, the streaming service would presumably produce more than just football for the conference. It is possible the production services of the Pac-12 network could be used. So the Pac-12 network, remember, it's a production studio now. It's what they're, they're changing it into a production studio. So they could use that production studio for the Pac-12 network to produce the streaming content for Apple TV+. Plus. Apple can be very persnickety in contract negotiations, which was one of the reasons a much-talked-about agreement with the NFL for its Sunday ticket package never happened. For the Pac-12, reaching a deal may not be easy, but it is a possible solution. Uh, So very interesting. I found that article just a couple hours before I decided to do a live stream here. I was already planning on doing it, doing the live stream, but I wanted to add that article to this because I thought it was appropriate and, you know, goes hand-in-hand with what we've been talking about here on the channel and really (laughs) pretty much any any college football channel that covers realignment or covers the Big 12 has been talking about this topic. So I wanted to share that article with you. Uh, We've got Cody Cutright in here. Cody, uh, let's see. I think you're muted, man. Well. How you doing, bud? Hey, how you doing? Finally got you going. Yeah, working on getting the camera. Thanks for joining the show, man. Anytime, anytime. So what do you think? Are you still there? We lost Cody. Let's try it again. I keep losing you, man, for some reason. Might just be my computer. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I just keep you keep for some reason I keep losing you. I don't know why. You there? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can, but your connections, your connections, uh, not very good. Let me switch over to my so tablet. You're in and out. I'm only catching All right, you're getting, you're getting better. I can hear you now. Good, good. What, what are your thoughts on? First off, what are your thoughts on the article? Um, the Washington State University president, or the statement they put out in this article. They're going to say whatever they need to say to keep the rest of the people there. Right. They're going to sugarcoat all of it, in my opinion. I think they're just trying to get everybody to shut up. 
Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I think That's at the end of the day, if the money's not there, they're not going to hang around. Right. Do you, but do you think, I mean, just, and this is surely your opinion. Let's just say, for example, Pac 12 gets a deal worth, say, 25 million a year per team. Do you think that would be enough to make them jump? Some of the teams jump? Oregon and Washington, yeah. Is it, if, if the Big Ten offers, they're going. I don't right. care. They're getting thirty-five million. Right. They're well, jump, so. right. Well, I mean, but if if uh, it's, say, let me be more specific. Would that, would it be enough for them to leave for the Big Twelve? Who's getting thirty-one point five or thirty-one point six? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. It's going to have to be an ext- any anything over twenty-five million. I think they stay. Yeah. I, that's why I, I now I, that's what, kind of what I feel. But to me, if it comes in twenty or lower, you'll see them jump. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because then you're talking about ten. You're talking about a third, basically. Yep. That, that's a big difference, man. Ten million dollars is a lot of money to anybody, to any school. Oh yeah, I mean it's, but I honestly don't see them getting that kind of money. <sighs> Not unless they go with Apple. But here's the thing, man. I keep hearing that Oregon and Washington are really, really not happy or, or don't want to go with streaming. They no. don't want to put all their eggs in the streaming basket, man. So And they shouldn't. So even if the money's there, would they be willing to do it? You know, that's the question. I can't see Apple putting out that kind of money, though. I mean, they might just to get their name out there, but I truly doubt it. Yeah. Without, without some kind of shot with ESPN or Fox, I don't I don't think I got a chance. Yeah. And right before I came on here, I ran across another article that uh, some of you guys, if any of you guys that are on Twitter a lot, might have seen this. Uh, Bob Thompson, actually, if you guys know Bob Thompson, he's the former president of Fox Sports. He tweeted this out. Let's see if I can find it here. It kind of plays into what we're talking about. And I don't see it right off the top of my head here. I'm not having trouble finding it. But basically what it said, I'm getting an echo, Cody. Do what? I'm getting an echo. Let me try my tablet, see if it works out better. All right, thanks, man. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway, there's an article that got uh, Next TV put out today, basically saying in a nutshell, and I, I, I'm not I'm not able to find it right now, but basically what it's saying is most of the streaming services, ESPN Plus, Mount Plus, and a few others, all lost money the last couple quarters and are in the red right now. They're, they've all been trying to catch Netflix, and Netflix is basically doing really well. They're like they made like 200 and some million in profit. And these other streaming services are, are losing money. They're, they're like, most, most of them are making cuts. So do you think somebody like ESPN, do you think, you know, think about ESPN for a minute. All the content they're wanting with some of these tier two and tier three deals, they're putting a lot of these games on ESPN plus, or are they going to spend a lot of money putting more games on ESPN plus when they're laying off employees and, and they're already in the red about that. I just I think the timing is terrible for the Pac-12. Brett Yormark jumping in line, and he, he said in an interview he did not foresee this coming, but he thinks the economic climate right now is such that were they in, going into the market now to get a TV deal done, they might not have got one. So the timing, them jumping in line ahead of the Pac-12 may have saved this conference. Think about that for a minute, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Coos's Corner is proud to be a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. As part of this network, I'd like to give a shout-out to our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. 
Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. That's code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Quasar says, I hate ESPN+. Plus. Uh, ESPN Plus is an awful service. That seems to be the common theme here. ESPN says they were in black with ESPN. Not what this article said. Now, I'm not, they're not in the black with, and I wish I could find the article again. Uh, I'm going to still see if I can find it because I don't want to misspeak. But, but yeah, I mean, it did say they were in the red, but it wasn't for, it wasn't for like a whole year. I think it was for like a couple quarters, basically. But, uh, but yeah, I'll find it here. I'm gonna pull up. I'll just pull up Bob Thompson's account and find it that way. It's the easiest way to find it. Uh, here it is. RLT Sports. Da, da, da. Here we go. Somewhere. Where is it? Here we go. Oh, Cody's back. There he is. What's going on, Cody? How is it? How are we? Good, man. That sounds better. Yeah, new tablets. So it should. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I don't know what was going on before. That sometimes with these streams, man, you never know. Yeah, my laptop's pretty old, so it's starting to. It's ready for a new one. I hear you, man. I was just talking about this article that I read today, just right before I. Uh, I did a basketball live stream on the basketball channel a few minutes ago with Paul, but. Right before I got on it, I was looking. I found this article about streaming services and how they're uh, some of them are losing money. Man, it says, uh, "Can you guys see that?" Yeah. Okay. It says the mad dash to run down Netflix at all costs has really and truly stalled out. says, on Thursday, Warner Brothers Discovery is expected to once again report heavy quarterly losses on its direct-to-consumer businesses after disclosing a $634 million earnings before taxes, depreciation, and EBITDA, what they call EBITDA loss, in Q3 and $560 million worth of EBITDA red ink in Q2. Uh, and Warner Brothers, it says Warner Brothers enduring as much as $2.3 billion in losses for 2022. The combined EBITDA bleed on subscription streaming for Warner, Disney, NBC Universal, and Paramount Plus just might have approached $11 billion last year. Paramount disclosed total DC losses of $1.8 billion for 2022. I mean, this is big, man. Uh, NBC Universal, 20 million Peacock users doubling its ranks but losing $2.5 billion in the process. So they're gaining they're gaining subscribers but losing money. Yeah, they're putting too much out to try to stay yeah. relevant. And here you've got this one, uh, Disney, which ended twenty twenty two with two hundred thirty five million subscriptions across its Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu DTC brands. Uh, see, here we go. Here I was trying to find the one of the quote about Disney. They've all announced plans to pare back on streaming content, raise prices on subscription services, and lay off workers. In fact, Disney is planning to pink slip 7,000 employees. Yeah. So you you tell me they're going to go after the Pac-12 no. deal when they're having to lay people off? Especially when you're not going to get the media out of it that they need. Not without you know UCLA and USC. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's they're, not going to happen. The LA market's gone. And look, Oregon and Washington can can move the needle to an extent, but not enough, I don't think, for them to go after the, the tier one. See, that's what that's the problem. ESPN and Amazon, they both they only want the top shelf games. They don't want all the other games. Yep. And not every team in that conference can give you that. There's only a couple, maybe three. Maybe, maybe Utah, maybe Washington, maybe Oregon. People might say Colorado now that they got Coach Prime, but I don't even know that they're they're there yet. You know, they've got to do it on the field first. They're not but, there yet. 
in in three years they will be, but I don't think they'll be there in three years. Right. And you know, who's who's going to pay? Do you think Amazon or ESPN is going to pay top shelf money for Arizona State and Arizona? No. Or Washington State and Oregon State? No. Even Stanford and Cal. Well, I mean, there's a reason why the Big or the Big Ten hasn't went after Oregon and Washington yet. They're not worthy of it. So, I mean, if they're not willing to pay that kind of money, why is a TV deal going to be changed? Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, I know they don't want to. Most of these schools don't want to go to the Big Twelve because the Big Twelve not academically, um, whatever, but elite, I guess you want to call it. But man, I tell you what, uh, they, they might take a bath if they don't. They're they're going to have to. Here's what it's going to come down to for these Pac-12 presidents: they're going to have to make a decision. They're either going to have to bite the bullet and go almost all streaming, or they're going to have to take a huge pay cut. That's that's the, the choice they're going to have to make. Yep. And they're probably going to choose the streaming route so that they can make the money and stay together. But man, they better hope it works because if it don't, in five years. This is all, we're going to be going to have we're going to be having the same conversation again in five years. In five years, you won't have to worry about it. there won't be a school left. <laughs> That's you might be I right. Mean, if they're willing to put that much money to education, and I mean, at the end of the day, what's funding them? Athletics is what's funding them right now. Right. So if they are not willing to move to the Big Twelve or go streaming, well, I mean, I don't. In five, ten years, they're not going to be left. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, Mountain Quasar here agrees with you. He says, so, yeah, even with this front, it still looks like the pack will be destroyed. Plus, I don't think Oregon and Washington will get as much money as they want. Now, Oregon and Washington is not going to get what they want. No. They wanted $40 million a year. They're not getting $40 million a year. I don't no, think. They're not going to see nothing. They're not going to see nowhere near close to forty. And Bo Stagger says 95% of America won't be watching Apple TV. Nope. He's right. I won't be. I mean. Me either. Wazoo is in the most trouble along with Oregon State. I agree because there's nobody going to take them if the conference falls apart. Most of the schools in the conference will find a landing spot. Washington State and Oregon State are not. not, I don't think. And even MLS, not near a top-tier sport in the U.S., agreed, because that's the deal that Apple has right now is with Major League Soccer. So, uh, so we're still a decade away. Bo says we're still a decade away before streaming takes over. Probably so, at least a decade. Yeah. And I think these school presidents know that, and I think that's why they're so hesitant to sign on and have their uh, tier one rights, you know, on streaming. Yeah. I mean, it's in the next 10 years, yeah. You'll see majority of everything being streamed. Yeah, but you, the generation's still too young to watch it. Right. So, so ESPN might die due to the fact that Disney might be cutting ESPN because the old CEO is back. Yeah, he's the old CEO come back and he's wanting to make cuts big time. Owen says, "Does this mean ESPN will die out, or just bad economic turn right now?" ESPN is not going to die out, man. They're just they're, they're just not they're just going to be smarter about what they uh, where they put their money. I think all that was just a nicer way to say, "Hey, we're not going to throw a bunch of money to Pac-12." Yeah, I think because so. they'd already made the deal with the Big Twelve. Yep, that's I what I was saying. Their nice way of putting it. When you were uh, when you were making your switch there, when you were off the air for a minute, I. I don't know if you heard me or not, but I said, you know, Brett Yormer jumping in line and getting that Big 12 deal done before the Pac-12 may have saved the conference, man. It it definitely did. Because we, if not, we might be sitting where the Pac-12 sitting right now. Yep. Think about that. Absolute reverse. Yep. That's why I, I think agree. he's a super he's a superstar right now. And 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 John Kelly's right. Big 12 has helped with eyeballs, man. People, Big 12 fans are tuning in to watch games, man. Yeah. And, uh, and the TV network saw that. Uh, he says, "Is there still any chance that the Pac-12, the Big Twelve poaches Pac-12 schools? Maybe. I mean, there's still a chance. It's all at the end of the day. Uh, it's going to come down to what the numbers are. If if they get back a number that they can live with, 
I think the Pac-12 will probably be willing to chance the streaming just so they can get the numbers. But uh, if it comes back at $20 million a year per school, then they're probably going to jump ship. Uh, I'd I think be shocked it, if they're not in having backdoor conversations right now. Oh, yeah. Well, just, to, just to leave the door open. Right. Oh, I'm sure they are. Probably already have, actually, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, Lone Redwood says he watched a game without audio for two quarters. Talking about ESPN Plus. Yeah, everybody's on here to complain about ESPN Plus, how bad it is. You're right. It is It is bad. Yep. Earl Carr hadn't seen his comment yet. He says, now Pac-12 is rumored to be working with Apple TV. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what I was just reading a minute ago. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting to see how this whole thing is going to pan out. Well, um, I'll tell you something else, Coos, you got to think about. I don't know if you've seen it, but they owe a bunch of money in, it, in a contract. Yep. So that's once they even make a deal, say they make a deal with Apple and it's, say it's $32 million, they start taking a cut off of each, each school for $2 million, that contract back that they didn't even know they had. Right. I know. So you're looking at it could be only 25 after each school's paying their part. I know. Think if they get a $25 million deal, then, then you're talking $20 million. Exactly. It's going because, to, it's crazy. Because that overpayment deal where Comcast was overpaying them by $5 million for 10 years. John Kelly says, uh, Think America will miss t- tuning into Washington games at 1 a.m. <laughs> I doubt it, John. I'm not. No, no offense to Washington, but I'm not staying up to watch it. I'm, but it ain't bad to have a late night game every now and again. So many Americans will work night shift or out at the bar that, or whatever. Right. They that's can catch point. a little bit of it. Yeah. But it's not. You don't want your prime teams playing that kind of time. Right. Well, it's for the West Coast people. Uh, yeah, because there's you know obviously out there it's only when it's one a.m. here it's ten out there so they're still yeah. up watching it. That's what it's for, and it is valuable to to grab a, and that's why Brett Yormark wants in that Pacific Dime Zone so he can capture that part of the country because right yep. now they can't. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely valuable, but you can't base your entire conference around it. That's the problem, no. and I think no. that's one of the struggles the Pac-12 is having right now is. They can't play a noon game. You know, they can't they can play 3 p.m. game because that's noon for them. But that noon time slot's valuable for a lot of these networks, and they can't do it. Yep. The only way they could do it is play East an East Coast team. But I mean you can only do that what one or two games a year? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um Mountain Kazar's asking about MHVER three. Uh, is he an actual source or is he full of crap? You know, I don't know yet, to be honest with you. Um, maybe a little of both. I don't know. I don't usually, I don't usually take him as as uh, like I would a, a you know a media source, but I do like to follow and see what he's saying and see if it you know any of it comes to fruition. Do you know who he's talking about, Cody? Huh. Are you on Twitter? No. Oh, okay. That's, that's one of the only things I'm not on right now. Yeah, he's there's a guy on Twitter named MHVER3. He he's always putting out rumors and what he's say. He says he has sources with within a lot of the conferences and stuff. Uh, he's a West Virginia fan, and I think he even lives in West Virginia. But you know, he doesn't have a name or anything on his Twitter account, so I have no clue. Who, nobody knows who he is. Uh, and he did predict the. USC UCLA move three months before it happened. Uh, so you know he might know something, but at the same time, he's also gotten a lot of stuff wrong too. So I don't know. Uh, now, I just, like I said, I think at the end of the day, you just got to look. Going to actually be able to make a deal or not? Yeah, that's what's going to come down it, to. I see it slim to even think about. And according to that Washington State president, they're looking about mid-March before that happens. So we're yeah. we're about two more, two to three more weeks. We should know something, hopefully. Yeah. But I saw the other day a report that said mid it might be mid-April. So who knows, man? Well, I mean, they're I think they're putting themselves completely against the wall. 
I mean, how much longer are these presidents going to sit and wait that may not even show up? I think they're, I think they're desperate, man. I think that the money they've been offered right now from ESPN and, 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 uh, Amazon is probably not moving the needle for them. So they're yeah. having to, they're turn, they're basically turning over every rock that they can find to try to get a deal that's better yeah. than what they've got on the table. David yeah, Valentine, he says, breaking news, West Virginia going to the Pac-12. God, I hope not. I'll that quit would be watching. Awesome. <laughs> huh? I'd quit watching. Would you? Hey, let me ask you this. This is this is a rumor that MHVER has been putting out too on Twitter. Do you? He's saying that George Klyovkov has opened back up conversations about a potential merger between the two leagues, which I don't believe. I don't think it's happening. But do you like to see the Big Twelve and Pac Twelve merge? No, absolutely not. I don't want to see. I mean, I take the Pac or the Big Twelve for what they did for us during the fall of the Big Ten or Big East. Right. But add more West Coast teams for us to have to travel to is not something I'm I'd, I'd be remotely interested in. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't I would rather see a merger between ACC and the Big Twelve. I would too. But I think the ACC would be more likely to merge with the Pac twelve than they would us, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because of the academic thing, which I think is a bunch of crap. But anyways, Alone Redwood Tree says, I think I read that Washington needs a $25 million deal just to break even in athletics. That could be true. There's a lot of a lot of schools out there whose athletic departments are hurting right now, man, and they need that TV money. Chris D., another channel member. Thanks, Chris. He says, to be honest, on Saturdays I enjoy – tuning in at night to watch Pac-12 games. It's a game day night cap ritual. Hey, and I'm sure a lot of people do, man. I personally don't just because I, I just can't make – I usually can't hold my eyes open long enough. I've watched a few late night games, but it, I don't – you know, I don't make a habit of it. Uh, and usually a lot of times the wife's, you know, wanting to watch something as well or what we get into a movie or something, you know. <clears throat> But yeah, thanks for your, uh, Chris. I don't know if you want to jump on with us, man, but I put a link on the community tab on my channel for members to jump on here if you want to join. It's up to you, man. It's a uh, part of being a channel member, man, and a way to show my appreciation for your support. Prod J Money. Thanks, man. That's the first time I've seen you on one of my chats. He says, KU smacks West Virginia every time we play you guys. Football included. Basketball, we own Bob. I don't know about the football reference, man. You, you beat us once. I wouldn't get too, too – well, twice, actually, now since we've been in the Big 12, but I wouldn't get too cocky. But basketball, I can't argue with you. You guys do beat us every time. Pretty much. Every time in, in Kansas, anyway. We've beat you guys a couple times in Morgantown, though. But he says, I respect you as a YouTuber. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, we got you guys again this coming Saturday, man. It's gonna be gonna be a big one. It'll be difficult. Yep. Let me ask you a question, Cody. Since you're a West, I know this is off topic here, uh, but I want since you're a West Virginia fan, I want to ask you: Would you rather West Virginia's got three basketball games left? We go to Kansas, to Iowa State, and then we have a home game against Kansas State. We could potentially get in with one more win, maybe, into the end of the tournament. Would you rather beat Kansas on the road and lose the other two games or lose to Kansas and win the other two games? Lose to Kansas and win the other two. Okay. Just just beating Kansas ain't going to – and turn around and lose to two teams that you shouldn't lose to after beating Kansas. But it's, look any better. You don't think so? Kansas being on the road in a top-five team? No. Okay, that's fair. I don't think – it's not that I don't think it's a good win. You're literally going to have Kansas State coming to your house and beat you. Right. That's it, It's that, just not – now, you beat Kansas State. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's – and that was my that was my argument when I was on with Paul earlier is 
I don't. It, Kansas State's good. They're a top fifteen team. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but they, if they come into your place and beat you, that's not going to look good on your resume, especially no. the last game of the season. Well, especially if you just beat Kansas at Kansas. Yeah, if if, if the last game of the season is going to be fresh on the committee's minds when they go into. Yep. Uh, now, there'll, there'll be the Big Twelve tournament too, uh, in between there, but still, it'll be you know it'll be recent. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. What's your thoughts of this Chris Beard going around? I don't believe it, dude. I, I don't believe it for a second. Not I, sure where, not sure I, where I he got it from. Him that? and Bob Huggins are, are – I know that. I've seen a lot of things where they've hung out in the past. As Well, they coached together at one point in time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I, would you be okay with it or no? I would. You would? Yeah. I mean, everybody deserves a second chance. Now, do I say put him on a short leash? Without a doubt. Yeah. But, now, I think I'd be okay with him being an assistant coach, but I don't know that I'd be comfortable with him as a head coach, at least not for a while. Until he proves that he's changed, yeah. Uh, or I mean, because you know that that lady, you know, even though the charges got dropped, she had bruises and stuff on her, man. So something happened. I don't know. And I don't know, but man, I. But he's such a great coach, man. Oh, he, he's he, he's a phenomenal coach. I just don't want you know I don't want the university to sell their soul, so to speak, just to win games. Yeah, but. uh I don't know, man. It'd be it'd be tough because as a fan, you know, all we want to do is win. But at the same time, are we willing to do it at any cost? You know, it's. Uh, Could he really be the guy to come in and send us to a national title? Don't know. You know, I mean, it, it could maybe. I mean, heck, he took Texas Tech to the finals. Yeah. Why couldn't he take West Virginia to the finals? I mean, it's. <laughs> But I, I just I think it would divide the fan base so much. I don't know if it'd be worth it. You know, it very it could very well could. It'd be it'd be kind of like bringing Rich Rod in, on in football. Which, I tell you I, right now, we have another season like we've had in the last two. You're going to see a lot more fans wishing he'd come back. I, I'm I'm already there, and I never I, thought I, I'd say I never thought I'd say that in my life. But after last season, I would have taken Rich Rod back. You and me both. But we got Neil, so we got we got to try to support him. Uh, it's not that I don't like Neil; I do. He is. Yeah, I do not like him as a head coach. Right. I think he'd be a great offensive coordinator. Not head coach. Yeah. All right, guys. I know I'm missing some of your chats comments here, but I can't catch them all. I'm trying. Uh, if you want to make sure I see it, you can give me a drop me a super chat, and it'll be it'll highlight your chat for me. Make a small donation. It'll. Uh, I'll like your chat, and I'll be more likely to see it. But uh, otherwise, I'll get to as many as I can. Uh, Mike P., here's a good question. Would you take Urban Meyer as your coach in football? Yeah. Uh, Liquid Code says, I'd vote for getting rid of the team entirely before getting Rod back. Wow. See that? And, and, and he's not the only person who feels that way. Oh, no. I can't stand Rich Rod. That's why. That's why I don't think it'll ever happen because it would. I think bringing him back would be more divisive than keeping Neil. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of people wanted Neil fired, and it didn't happen. And it's probably going to cost him some season ticket sales if it hasn't already. Yeah, this year it's going to. Mid Florida Academy FSU would bring in more than thirty-one point seven million a year in revenue. I assume he's talking about Central Florida. I'm trying to see if I'm missing any chats here. Oh, here's he's talking about Chris Beard. He says Brad Smith throwing crap against the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, I have I haven't. Brad said he saw that on twenty-four-seven um, uh, Texas is twenty-four-seven site. Yeah. I haven't been on there to look. But I talked to somebody who has, and they said they couldn't find anything on it. So I take that for what it's worth. Yeah. I ain't saying it would ever happen, but 
It's an inter- It does make for an interesting conversation. Yeah. So my liquid coach says it's too much of a liability, and that's probably. Uh, uh, yeah, you definitely be putting yourself out there. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm not saying Huggins wouldn't do it because Huggins is a guy who's gotten second chances in, in his own life, but not, but for different reasons. Yeah, a, a DUI is a whole different deal than than beating up a woman. Yep. If I, allegedly, you know, assuming he did, I don't want to throw accusations out here, but uh, yeah. the charges did get dropped, so it's right now it's just an accusation. But is it a risk you want to take? It could be true, right? Well, I'm not just that knowing it could happen again. Right. Here's uh, back to uh, conference realignment because uh, I notice people are dropping off like flies when we start talking basketball. <laughs> yeah. says, uh, hey, I think the only way the pack can be saved is if YouTube, Google buys the pack or does a contract and stream it open for free. I don't think they're going to do it for free. Um, the pack's not – pack's got to have money. Well, I guess he's saying the pack buy. Okay, the pack. Yeah. Google buys it and then streams the games for free. Okay, that make now that would make sense. I said yeah, I read it wrong the first is time. Is Google going to sit there and hand out that kind of money and not make nothing out of it? Well, they would. Only thing they would make would be. I mean, they'd make the ad revenue from from yeah. the ads. Uh, so that I mean, you know, and I don't know what they make on those ads. I mean, I I know what they're paying me, which is not very much, but for something like that, they would make a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and I'm not complaining about what they pay me uh, because they could don't have to pay me anything. Uh, but I was just c- c- comparing what I would do to you know a pack to a football game is going to draw thousands and thousands of oh, eyeballs, yeah. if not if not a million eyeballs, right? So that might be pretty lucrative for them. I don't know, but that is a good that is a good thought, Saul. I like I like the way you're thinking, and I've actually heard some other people come out with uh, talking about. YouTube or and Google getting into the into the fray and YouTube TV maybe being an option, uh, and maybe they do become one at the you know before it's all said and done. Who knows? You know. So it'll be like I said, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out at the end. I'm really shocked you don't hear Hulu in any of it. Yeah, me too. Or Netflix. Yep. I think Netflix has kind of found their niche, though, with movies and, and shows and what they're doing. Yeah. And they're doing really well at it. Uh, so they don't want to – they probably want to get that perfected before they move into live sports. Yeah. Because it is a whole different animal, man, than showing pre-recorded movies and shows. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw another comment here. I wanted to uh, – here we go. Where is it at? Oh, here's SMU. SMU is going to thrive in P5. Would you like to see uh, – do you think – Do you, first off, do you think SMU goes to the Pac-12? I don't. I don't think the Pac-12 will vote on all, – all the presidents will vote for them to come in. Yeah. Would you like to see the Big 12 get them? Not really. I mean, what, yeah. what do they really bring to the table? In my opinion, nothing, because we've already got – they're in Dallas. Yep. So is TCU. What, why would we need another team in Dallas? Are you just going to make a division of Texas teams? Right. So, I mean, it's just – it's meaningless. The only Texas team I would want – obviously, Texas is off the table, but the only other Texas team I would, wouldn't – and, of course, that ain't going to happen, but would be Texas Tech. I mean, not Texas Tech. Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. Yeah. Well, Texas, Texas Tech. We're kind of there, you know. Yeah. No, Texas A&M is what I meant to say. Yeah. And, you know, we're not getting in. They're not leaving that SEC money for the Big 12. No. So That'd be crazy, too. Yeah. No, they don't want Texas in the Big – they didn't want Texas in the SEC. I do know that. But they're not going to leave, leave because of it, I don't think. Can't afford to. I mean, who would, right? Well, I mean – you think about it, though, if they did leave and come back, our house team in the Big 12, then. I, my computer's dying. Let me grab a cord. I'll be right back. Okay. This is the beauty of live streaming, man. You never know what you're going to do. Yeah. And one 
by the way, guys, when I get off of here, I'm going to go jump on another channel. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have ever heard of Hall of Fame Media College Football, Hall of Fame College Football. He's an Oklahoma fan, but he covers, you know, all of college football. And as soon as I get off my channel, I'm going to go over to his channel for any of y'all who may want to join. I'm sitting in a hotel room tonight with nothing to do, so I thought, why, why not? <laughs> now I'm all plugged in and ready to roll. Panda Palace. It's actually Panda Express, but yeah, still the same. Uh, my, my, I love Panda Express, and we don't have one where I live. And my family doesn't like it, so I thought, I'm out of town. Don't have, you know, my wife's not here to... to I don't like Panda Express. So I went and got Panda Express, by gosh. <laughs> I love it. Mountain KSR says, you coming up for the K-State game? No, man, I'm not, unfortunately. Uh, I came up for the Oklahoma game. But I'm not going to make the K-State game. Gamecock Chuck says, Dang, Coos, I can't keep up with you tonight. Three lives in one night. Hey, man, <laughs> got to grind it out, brother. Now, this uh, Jason Watkins, the guy who runs that other channel, has asked me to come on a couple. I mean, I've been on a show once, but he asked me to come. He's asked me to come on again two or three times, and it usually doesn't work out. So I thought he might come on tonight when I got finished here. So I'm going to. Um, here sports and gospel comes up he says uh by the way he's got a new channel if you guys want to check it out he says you're going to visit cincy when we play west virginia basketball uh hopefully one of these days i'll get to i uh i told my wife my a bucket list item for me is to visit every big 12 venue but that's probably gonna be hard to do because you have to fly to most of them so yeah <laughs> um Oh, here's one of my favorite YouTube names right here. Big Dave's Fat-Ass Food Reviews. <laughs> I love Panda Express, too. LOL. What's up, guys? Hey, man, hey, have you ever done a food review on Panda Express? That's the question. If not, you should. If I did them, I'd do one myself. But this is a football channel. If I start doing food reviews, I might lose some subscribers. Who knows? You might pick some up, too. You never know, man. Never know. <laughs> Kilani says, have you seen some of the recent ACC athletic programs, athletic revenue releases their entry? I have not seen that. Uh, Kilani, and I hope, I, I hope I'm not butchering your name. If I am, I apologize. Stripes, what's up, man? He says, perhaps the Big 12 will take some schools from the Pac-12 along with some schools from the ACC along with some smaller schools like Memphis and Tulane. Man, that – uh. I'd love it too. I'd love for us to get some more Eastern schools, but man, that ACC grant of rights is so friggin' 2036. I think that to get out of that to like a hundred and some million dollars a school or something. I mean, it's, yeah, it's gar gargantuan, man. It's hundred. I think 180. Yeah. So I mean, who, 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 can afford, Clemson who can afford that? You know? So yeah, I don't see, but now I did read an article the other day on ESPN Plus that uh, Pete Thamel wrote that says, you know, there are there have been conversations. There are some schools in that conference that aren't happy with it and would love to get out of it. They just haven't figured out how to do it yet. And, and so far, no lawyer has been willing to take on the case. But somebody probably will eventually is what he said. Oh, yeah. He says, do you think Florida State will be key to what happens in the ACC with the realignment stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, if Florida State ever gets picked away by the SEC, absolutely. It'd be – but I see I've read an article that Florida State would prefer the Big Ten over the SEC. I heard that the other day, which was interesting. That Florida State apparently had a chance to go to the SEC at one time and chose not to. So, I don't know. I thought that was an interesting conversation. But they definitely could – you know, if, if Florida State – ever decides to leave the ACC, it'll be Katie Bar the door at that point. Probably. Oh, yeah. For that, for that conference. Now, somebody will probably follow them out, you know. Clemson, for example. I think Clemson will be first to go. 
Uh, see, Big Dave's fat ass says, I have Buddy Shanghai Steak is my fa- I have Buddy. Oh, done one. Cool. Have to check it out. Shanghai Steaks is my favorite, and I need to make a sport channel because I lo- love some when I do sport, vi- lose some when I do sport videos. Yeah. That's the thing about YouTube, that algorithm, man. If you if you try to mix content a lot, it screws up your algorithm. And next thing you know, your video, like I did a few videos a year ago on uh, during the offseason, man, you start running out of ideas. So I started doing videos. I did a video on an NFL story. Then I did one on something else. And next thing you know, man, my, my, my views went down the toilet. And when I when I went back to doing West Virginia stuff again and Big Twelve stuff again, it went back up. So it doesn't know who to promote your videos to. So obviously people aren't gonna watch it. Uh let's see. But anyway, well guy I'm gonna jump off of here, guys. Uh Cody, I man, I appreciate you hopping on here with me. It's always cool to have somebody else to, to no talk problem, to no problem. And thank you for being a channel member. Uh, for, for for supporting what I do here, man, it means a lot. Thank you to everybody else on here. You guys uh, are supporting me here by just being on this on this live stream with me and by commenting and hitting the like button, like button. Which, by the way, if hit that on the way out if you haven't already done it, because it'll still help the the video once it gets out on the uh, with once once it's through being live, it goes out as just like a regular video where people can yeah. still click on it and watch it later. So still hit the like button for me because it'll help help get it uh, hit the algorithm for me. So I appreciate everybody hopping on here, and uh, I'm out in Q Country Roads, and come over to Hall of Fame College Football. <laughs>